honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, PodMN, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Audible, Double Twist. Thank you once and always for joining me today. It is a great pleasure to be back on board on yet another Friday. We're talking about a Timberwolves team that went 2-1 and one this past week. The way things started, it sure as heck didn't look like it was heading that direction. <laughs> oh my god, the Cleveland Cavaliers last Friday? Whew, that was lousy. That was lousy. Just a bunch of slop. Um, but you have three games to review, four games to preview. But what makes it easy for my lazy butt is that uh, two, uh, two of the games are against the same team. It's a home-and-home home with the Dallas Mavericks. So, there you go. And I think, yeah, well, I don't want to foreshadow, but you can probably guess where I'm going to go with that. Um, <laughs> usually home and hose homes are what they are. Um, but yes, Cleveland, 123-106 loss on the 10th of December. On December the 12th, Sunday, no Viking game, but we got to have Portland versus Minnesota and the Wild versus Vegas. The Minnesota Timberwolves beat Portland, and the Wild lost to Vegas. But yeah, 116-111, the Timberwolves... Uh, versus Portland and versus Denver. What's the theme in those two games? I would say ball movement. Way better ball movement. Where the first game with Cleveland, it was just sloppy turnovers, and Cleveland's ball movement was good, and they were just running all over us. Uh, you'd think we'd played five five days in a row or something with the way the Wolves played against Cleveland, and that Cleveland was just like, you know, they took super steroids before the game or something, or they had a star man or God knows what. But, uh, yeah, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, I think Anthony Edwards had a star man. But Carl Anthony Towns, <laughs> don't forget his wonderful effort in that game as well. So, let's get started. Cleveland Cavaliers, 123-106. What more is there to say? The Wolves sucked in the game. <laughs> they sucked. They got smoked. And, it, it, I mean, it, it it wasn't fun to watch. But, 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 but Beasley had 15 points and Carl had 21. Yay. Oh, and Jalen Noel, 10 points off the bench. But, you know, we were getting smoked most of the night. Extremely frustrating. Kevin Love ended up leading the Cavaliers in scoring, getting a little revenge. And he's actually playing behind Laurie Markinen, of all people, who the Wolves drafted in, in order to trade uh, to get Jimmy Butler. Yeah, you know, him and uh, a guy named... Yeah, yeah, we know. That that, that trade. Um, <clears throat> Darius Garland was passing all over the Wolves. Ricky Rubio was passing all over the Wolves. The assists, the ball movement of the Cleveland Cavaliers was pretty damn good. 34 assists in the game. 30 four assists in the game by the Cleveland Cavalier. What the hell, what the hell can you do? Pretty good. Uh, pretty good, but pretty bad for us. Um, we got uh, smoked. We got smoked in the game, and it was kind of annoying. It was kind of like when the Wolves would play Utah, and Ricky Rubio was on the uh, Utah Jazz. Somebody called Dean Wade, played 10 minutes, and scored nothing. Kind of, again, I'll make the shot one more time. Dwayne Wade on Cleveland. It was not a pretty sight. Isaac Okoro looks very uh, promising coming in to the National Basketball Association. Love Jared Allen. Love him. Just love him. 21-10 and 10 for him with two blocks. That's definitely something that was worth it. And Caleb, a very similar performance that he did with the Wolves. Maybe slightly lower scoring because he only played 23 minutes. 18 points and 13 rebounds. And four assists. Nice ball movement by Caleb 
or just call him Kevin Love. I don't like nicknames that much, unless they're really good. Like, yeah, uh, like some of them just, you know, they're just, it sounds like you're just saying it to sound cool. <laughs> That's just the way I see the world. Uh, JV, no, I'm just kidding. Jared Vanderbilt <laughs> with nine points and eight rebounds, but always providing extra, the steals and the blocks and such. And his defensive capabilities are really something. Jared Vanderbilt, somebody I want to talk about today in a lot of ways, is uh, obviously the Timberwolves are looking to get a kind of a uh, legitimate number four guy to go with Carl Anthony Towns. But my hope is that it doesn't hurt Jared Vanderbilt's uh, minutes and such. If he has to come off the bench, I get it, where he'd still get a lot of minutes. And I'm just hoping, um, I don't think it would affect him much, like his confidence or anything, because I think he expects to be kind of a rotation player. But at the same time, if he winds up like Nas Reed right now with like, say, 14 minutes, I'm going to be pissed because Jared Vanderbilt provides uh, so much. Uh, obviously, there's a reason why he's a part of that super lineup of hmm, Jared Vanderbilt, Anthony Edwards, Mr. Uh, <clears throat> Mr. D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, and Pat Beverly. Uh, those guys playing together, is it, it's it's the super lineup. It's one of the better lineups in, in history. In fact, I would say it's the... And statistically, analytically, all that cute stuff, it's the greatest lineup in Timberwolves history, which sounds crazy considering who we've had in the past. We've had Garnett. Yeah, Garnett's the, yeah, we all know. We all know you worship Garnett 24 hours a day. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm just being sarcastic, but um, it's, it's, it's a fantastic lineup in terms of how things have gone when it's been together. So obviously the point differential is off the charts, like 30 points or something crazy, psychotic. It's not sustainable necessarily, but it sure as heck has been awesome when they've been out there together. Uh, again, crappy game versus Cleveland. I think we should move off it as quick as possible. Just flush this one out, like Minnesota broadcasters would say. Just flush this one out. We only lost seven to one, so like a hockey game. Just flush it out. We'll we'll win the next game. Well, the Wolves did win the next game and the game after that. Ended a really nice, juicy, bloody losing streak. Bloody losing streak. Yeah, it was bloody. All right. There's a lot of red in December. And, yeah, it's red and green. Hey, it's Christmas season and white. Yeah, a little too much white, though, on this on this screen. It feels like you're going blind, right, looking at the Yahoo uh, schedule and such. <laughs> at Portland, the place where Wolves haven't had a ton of success, but the Portland Trailblazers haven't had a ton of success this season either. So, na-na-na-boo-boo to that. Future Timberwolf, according to some people, Larry Nance Jr., who would fit in nice. Is he that much better than Jared Vanderbilt? Well, he outperformed him in the rebounding category, but Vanderbilt provided other things like he always does, including scoring. And Vanderbilt was freaking awesome in the game. It was almost as if Vanderbilt's like, hey, if this is who you want to replace me with in the starting lineup, think twice. And Because Jared Vanderbilt was effing awesome in this game. Uh, there's so much energy in those uh, athletic dunks. And the guy, no matter how many times he hits the floor, he always gets up, you know, hits the floor hard. And it looks like he hurt himself. He gets up and he's ready to rock and roll again. Absolutely love what Jared Vanderbilt brings, pardon me. Uh, he's the kind of guy who's got his whole life ahead of him, and he's gonna he's got a whole lot of earning potential as far as I'm concerned. Obviously, it's scary because you don't want to get too high in the cap, over the cap, and you pray to God he won't get complacent, but Jared doesn't look like a guy that gets complacent. You could tell he's just about my favorite Timberwolf right now, outside of Anthony Edwards and, and Carl and all them, you know. But uh, And obviously, Patrick Beverly, there's talk of an extension and all that, maybe like what was it, like 8 million for two, like 16 million, two years, 8 million the first year, all guaranteed, the second year, 2 million of it's guaranteed, and blah, 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 just in case he has, you know, a major injury, this and that. It's, that, that's the conversation I've heard, was it from like Doogie and such, 
out there. Uh, D'Angelo Russell got clutch late, which is great. So D'Angelo had returned. Obviously, his value was off the charts. The Wolves' success ratio with D'Angelo in and out of the lineup is absolutely nuts. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's been the, the guy who's helped the Wolves win many games this year with his clutch shooting, despite the fact his overall shooting percentage sucks <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> it's, what's his 33, uh, what is he, like 33% from downtown, which is weird considering a guy who's as clutch as he is, but it shows how streaky he is, which is frustrating. Um, 38% from the floor, just under 39, and 33 from downtown, so he makes one-third of his threes, which is well below even Anthony Edwards at 36, and Carl at 42.3 from downtown Minneapolis or Portland or L.A. or wherever the heck they're playing. But, yeah, uh, that's another anomaly with the Wolves, obviously. is their worst in the NBA in defensive rebounding. And, of course, many players have uh, are either at or very close to career lows from downtown, uh, field goal percentage and all that, you know, three-point field goal percentage. But this was a fun game to watch. It was nice to see Anthony Edwards uh, attack the basket a bit. He actually did leave the Wolves in scoring, believe it or not. Uh, and yeah, he attacked the basket for the most part. He did attempt seven threes. Two of seven, I've seen worse. I just saw him attacking the basket and going underneath people. And DeAndre Russell, again, getting clutched late, helped put this thing away. It looked like Portland was going to beat Minnesota. Nine-point lead with about six minutes left. And you saw some uh, alley-oops and such, and then the uh, endless threes by frickin' uh, uh, Dame Lillard and co. It was really frustrating, actually, but down the stretch, things got better, and the Wolves ended up winning. Uh, Damian Lillard did not have his best game, but kind of like D'Angelo Russell, he got pretty hot late, and that's what got things interesting for a minute there. Anthony Simons with 20 field goal attempts. He led the Portland Trailblazers in scoring and in attempts. He actually made half of his threes. He was deadly from downtown. He was one of the guys who was bringing the, the uh, Blazers back in. And Ben McLemore auditioning to help out the Timberwolves off the bench, be a spark plug. Five of six from downtown, and that's the only thing he did from the floor was five of six from downtown, uh, at least in the, in the shooting. Only shooting threes, but five of six is what it is. It's freaking hot, hot stuff. That's what kept the, the uh, Portland Trailblazers in the game. Going uh, 11 of 18 between those two guys off the bench. Uh, Covington struggled. He wasn't good. Ha ha. Na na na. Boo boo, I guess. And it was nice to see Damian Lillard miss a lot of threes. But unfortunately, again, late. He was getting the Blazers back in it. And it got a little interesting for a minute. Uh, Nazir Little. That, that's who it was who had the dunk. On like a lead pass. It wasn't an L year, but it was a lead pass. Uh, that led to a dunk. And Portland was up by nine with like six seconds left. And it's like... Seriously, we're going to lose, aren't we? We're going to lose. God. And we didn't lose. Thank God. It's again, D'Angelo Russell got hot along with other players. The Wolves ended up stepping up in a big way. Carl Anthony Towns consistent throughout the night. For the most part, I guess he did struggle from downtown, which is weird. Over three for Carl Anthony Towns. That's an urban legend if I've ever seen one. Over three from Carl Anthony Towns from downtown. And even Jared Vanderbilt had a three-pointer in the game. He attempted one and he made it. Six of eight from the floor. Jared Vanderbilt was just everywhere. He was dunking. He hit the three. He was uh, attacking the rim. Absolutely, you know, I absolutely love Jared Vanderbilt. And I want him on the Wolves throughout his whole career. And I hope he plays 20 years in the NBA. Seriously, I want him on the Wolves for a long time. Uh, he's the kind of guy you, you wouldn't get sick of. You know, I mean, if he, you know, if he ends up being like the Udonis Haslam for the Wolves, so be it. Or like a better version, maybe, hopefully. Because I think he can put up some serious numbers. As good as Haslam was when he was in his prime. But yeah, he, he played out like too long in Miami. He is the Miami Heat. <laughs> At the end of the day, <laughs> he is the Miami Heat. 
Um, D'Angelo Russell, though, again, getting clutch late, and that helped the Wolves get the victory. That was a fun game down the stretch, but it got pretty scary, pretty frustrating in that fourth quarter for a minute there. Head on to the Denver Nugget game, where it was bombs away, baby. The youngest player in NBA history to hit 10 threes in a game is your guy, number one, the number one pick in the two in the 2020 NBA draft, Anthony Edwards. Wasn't that neat? Wasn't that neat? Wasn't that something? Yeah, <laughs> that was the former Twins uh, pitching coach. I used to talk like that. Wasn't that neat? You know, but he had that little accent. Wow. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Got to give a shout out to Phil Mackey of the uh, Mackey and Judd Show. He made a prediction because they have little write that down predictions every week, and they, you know, they say if they hit a home run or a or a base like a, a single, or they or they struck out whatever, like they failed in the prediction. He predicted that Nikola Jokic, Jokic, I'm just teasing, Nikola Jokic. That would have a triple-double, but the Wolves would win in Denver. Well, ding, 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 ding. That is a grand salami, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> grand slam. Nikola Jokic had a triple-double, and the Tribbles won the game. All he had to do was say that Anthony Edwards would hit 10 threes, and Carl Anthony Towns would also get 30 points. And, and there you go. Uh, there you go. I don't remember if I picked Anthony to get... I think I did. I think, no, I had freaking Beasley getting hot in the game, and he had five points. Beasley needs to be uh, traded. He needs to be traded. He, he'd probably be. He'd probably factor better somewhere else. The minute the Timberwolves took Anthony Edwards, I knew Beasley was going to be the odd man out. I, I knew it. It's just the reality of it all. Kind of like Chester Taylor with the Minnesota Vikings. They took Adrian Peterson with the seventh pick in the draft. Need we say more? Of course, Chester Taylor was extremely valuable for the Vikings on those third down receptions, you know, those third down plays and all that, those short little screens that helped the Vikings move the chains with Brett Favre at quarterback. But if Favre wasn't a quarterback, everybody sucked. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They weren't as good. Um, why am I getting into that? I have no idea. Other than Beasley versus Anthony Edwards. Uh, a nice, valuable guy who was underutilized on a, on a previous team comes to your team. He gets full-time minutes, and he's awesome, and he's great. And then the next uh, draft, you take a guy who plays his position with a super high pick, and he's super talented, and that's just the nature of the beast, ladies and gentlemen. That's business, unfortunately. It's not bullshit. It's business. Pardon the French there. Uh, Marcus Marcus Howard was driving me crazy. He was driving other guys crazy. I think there was a little bit of John going on. And then he got hurt late in the game. Jaden McDaniels and him were going for the ball. Howard was kind of doing the splits almost as he was reaching for the ball. What started the issue, what started the problem was his his shoe bounced off the ball kind of. So it's like, uh-oh, it's kind of started to become an awkward ankle, uh, angle. So it wasn't an ankle injury, obviously. Could have been. I mean, I really hurt my foot one time doing something like that. Really hurt my foot. Let's just leave it at that. It's <laughs> The bump is still on the foot. 23 years later. 22 years later. Um... But uh, Jaden McDaniels went for the loose ball and just rolled all over Howard, and his knee was there, and it was angled the wrong way a little bit. And it sounds like he avoided the the, the worst though. So it's a sprained knee, maybe it's two to maybe it's four to six weeks or something. Versus you know, in the NBA, ACLs are like two years. I swear. Like where's Jonathan Isaac? He got hurt in July, two thousand twenty or twenty twenty. That's fifteen months ago. Where's Jonathan Isaac? Fifteen months ago. It's like. Freaking 18 months ago almost. Um, 
So that's how it is. And Jonathan Isaac's not somebody I look on as like a, a wimpy guy. You know, there's guys that have missed two years of basketball because of that. <clears throat> and I can't complain about uh, can't complain about uh, uh, Clay Thompson. I mean, when he had a, he had the ACL, he was just about ready to go, and then he had the freaking Achilles. Can you imagine that kind of thing? Wow. Yeah. There's no way he's going to be the same. There's just no way. Yeah, Kobe wasn't the same after the Achilles. He wasn't. He was getting older, but so was Clay Thompson. They're all getting older. Freaking Curry's probably going to get the MVP this year, though. God. Sorry, this was a fun game, though. It was bombs away for Anthony Edwards. This is about Anthony Edwards, not about all these other people. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, again, getting a little clutch later in the game, and he provided eight rebounds in the game to lead the to tie job. Jared Vanderbilt for eight rebounds to lead the way. The Wolves were getting multiple offensive rebounds. Anthony Edwards, guys like that. It was very helpful down the stretch. And this was a fun game. A lot of uh, offensive rebounds versus Portland as well. Like, the Wolves would win the hustle points in both of these games, but the ball movement in this Denver game was absolutely gorgeous. Some of the best I've seen all season. And Anthony Edwards, at the same time, the ball would stop when it went to him, but it wasn't a missed shot. You know, sometimes he guns way too much from downtown. But in this game, it was worth it. It was worth it. It was one of those guys that's like, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep making these. Uh, he does that heat check way too much most of the time. But in this game, it was an exception. Keep doing that heat check. 10 of 14 from downtown. Again, most in Timberwolves history for a single player. And the, the youngest player in NBA history to make 10 threes in a game. So Anthony Edwards is in some rarefied territory here with some of the greatest players of all time, also got to this 2,000-point ratio uh, threshold, pardon me, and Carl Anthony Towns, the 10,000-point threshold. It was an overall golden night for the Minnesota Timberwolves. It was pure gold. There's gold nuggets in Denver, and they weren't with the nuggets. There was gold in them, our hills, in Denver at the end of the day. 12 of 18 for Carl. Let's, let's not discount what he did, 32 points. I am going to discount this, though. Four rebounds. Four? Only Four? Like the AVGN would say, the angry video game nerd. Only four? Yeah. <laughs> I should get that sound bite. It's from the Winter Games video back in like 2009, I think. Um, <laughs> only four rebounds. What the hell? But he got four assists too. Uh, what a fun night. Absolutely enjoyed it. Sorry for smacking my lips. Um, it is, it's just, it was a fun, fun night. Very enjoyable. And. Again, I uh, appreciate this this type of basketball when you see good ball movement and guys are actually making their shots. I think we have the threes, Arby's. Yeah, 23 of 48, almost 50% from downtown, 48% basically. Uh, yeah, they basically doubled, so get your beef and cheddars, everyone. Of course, uh, yeah, um, actually that's too late now. I, I got mine Yeah, last night, yes, got my beef and cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> can't help it if it's a you know go get your free beef and cheddar they, they only have to make 12 threes maybe they'll up it to 16 or something next year <laughs> but obviously our field goal percentage needs to go up keep playing like this the field goal percentages will skyrocket into the moon but yeah that's not gonna happen they're not gonna play like this every night but enjoy it while it's there and hopefully the terminals bring more of these than uh than they than just once or twice a year bring 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 more nights like that and you got yourself a hell of a team and a, and a lot of fun to watch. With that said, the Lone Wolf Award for this episode is going to go to Anthony Edwards. 
the an honorable mention, a very strong gold-plated honorable mention, is going to go to Carl Anthony Towns. Obviously, ten thousand points and overall consistency. Just rebound more, damn it, or be more consistent with the rebounding. The whole team, again, last in the league in defensive rebounds, but luckily we get enough offensive rebounds that we're like twenty-third in the league in overall rebounding. Got to be better in the rebounding. I can. It says we're fifteenth. How? We must get a lot of offensive rebounds. How the hell are we fifteenth? Thank you, Jared Vanderbilt. That's that's all I got to say about that. And Anthony Edwards, and occasionally uh, D'Angelo Russell. Sometimes he sucks at it, and sometimes he's great. Uh, but no, a fun fun week for the Timberwolves. Hopefully, the things can continue, and I think they can. If the game isn't suspended tonight with uh, COVID nineteen nonsense, uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers as they're kind of jumping into that, the Wild ended up not being able to play against Carolina, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, because the Hurricanes had too many players with COVID nineteen, basically. So there was only like 11 active players on the roster. You need like, you know, you need at least, gosh, that's crazy. No, it was like 11 skaters and you need like uh, more than that. <laughs> you need like, yeah, yeah, you need like 18. So pretty wild, pretty crazy. Pun not intended. Um, check out the Brave the Wild podcast if you'd like to talk Minnesota Wild Hockey. Otherwise, keep listening to this show as well. Uh, the Johnny Flynn Memorial for this episode there wasn't anybody that was that bad in this game. Probably Nas Reed. He's kind of fallen off of the rotation. He's not really, he never rebounds the ball. And again, he's kind of vanished. You're not really seeing a whole lot out of him. Maybe it's not all his fault, but when he does play lately too, it's like one of six. seems like his confidence has dropped off. I think it's two weeks in a row he's gotten the Johnny Flynn Memorial for the episode. <sighs> Lots of fun though. Lots of fun. Overall fun week. Uh, just three games, so it's a little bit shorter. We'll have four next week. We'll have four games, but we get to preview uh, three teams, so that makes it slightly easier for me because I'm just the laziest son of a gun ever. Uh, Again, though, what a fun week, and we'll talk about the upcoming week next. here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment numero dos. Timberwolves will play the Los Angeles Lakers, who are 16-13 and 13 on the season, fourth in the Pacific. Uh, Russell Westbrook has COVID-19, apparently, and that might be a good thing for the Lakers. Who knows? Sorry, sorry, I, I had to say it. Uh, 107-83, the Wolves stomped the LA Lakers about a month ago now. Play the Lakers tonight, believe it or not, Friday night, uh, January 2nd, one of the most unpopular days of the year because you know why. It's like, uh, we don't want to go back to work. No, please. Uh, Or the day after either. March 16th, the Timberwolves host the Lakers to wrap up the season series where I hope they win it at this point. Certainly have an advantage heading in that direction. Uh, Again, Russell Westbrook will not be playing. Blah, blah, blah. Who else is out? They're not even showing it. What the heck? Uh, the Wolves, yeah, we'll say leave it where that is. Let's just knock on wood with that. Conversation with Anthony Edwards, or Anthony Davis. Don't you dare say this, Joey. Anthony Davis, knee injury as of the 10th of December. So we'll see what's going on with uh, Anthony Davis. Don't think he's playing in this game. The Lakers have won two out of, no, whoa, the Lakers have won four out of their last five, but we'll see how the vibe goes going forward. But again, with Russell Westrick out of the lineup, it might actually help. It, it's, it's helped other teams in the past. Sorry, it just has. 
you know, <laughs> Boston Celtics, they beat the Celtics, beat L.A., beat L.A., but L.A. Got, LA did the beating, unfortunately, 117-102. Celtics win, or Celtics lose in Los Angeles. Memphis Grizzlies are all over the place. They have gotten destroyed, and they have done the destroying as well. 108-95 victory for the Memphis Grizzlies over the Lakers. Wow, nice, impressive win there. Uh, L.A. beat Oklahoma pretty handily, 116-95. 106-94 over the Orlando Magic with no Jonathan Isaac. Because, damn it, come back. Plum, come on. <laughs> and then at Dallas, an impressive win, actually, for the Lakers on December the 15th. 107-104, that's not bad. Dallas isn't this juggernaut, but they're, they're okay. You know, they're they're around. They're lurking. They're actually right below the Lakers. You know, it's just like the Nuggets and the Wolves and all of us. We're just, we're, we're lurking. You know, that, that annoying word that people say? Yeah. Uh, Lakers are fourth in points, sixth in rebounding, sixth in field goal percentage. Their overall free throw percentage is 28th, assists at 10th, 28th in turnovers. They're screwing that up pretty good, which is good for us. Fourth in block shots, tied with your club, and tied in assist to turnover ratio with your club, 24th and 4th, respectively. Both teams are really good at steals in the top six in the NBA. Wolves are fourth, Lakers sixth. Um, where is everything? What just happened? Oh, no. It's on both of them? Oh, gosh. Why would I do that? I'm not sure why I did that, actually. Now I see what I did. I accidentally pressed it and the extra tabs popped up, so nothing actually really went wrong. LeBron James, of course, is leading the club in scoring, but he's missed a ton of time, of course, because that's just how it is. 26 a game, Anthony Davis, he's played 26 games on the year out of 29. Russell Westbrook had, had played every game along with Carmelo Anthony, two guys that have had injuries off and on throughout their careers. Uh, Wayne Ellington had a clutch three the other night to help the Lakers win. Wayne, Rain Ellington, former Timberwolf. Uh, there's all kinds of funny names on this roster, like right, Rajon Wando, who's barely, barely in the rotation, which is really sad. It's really sad, actually. Uh, DeAndre Jordan is kind of in the rotation, kind of not. Dwight Howard is who gets some minutes. Isn't that crazy? All these ultra-familiar names. Avery Bradley, you know, Carmelo Anthony, again, has played every game, 13 points a game. It's just too many cooks in the kitchen, and they're most of them are kind of older or much older or very old. And I don't know. It's just it's kind of like the, the Nets a few years ago with Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and oh they're you know they're they're gonna they're gonna do it again you know that kind of thing and they're not gonna do it again. Uh, Malik Monk is occasionally okay. He's not that good though. He's really not. <laughs> he's not doing crap from downtown. Uh, no no he's okay. Thirty six. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Carmelo can get hot. We all know about this infamous third quarter versus the Wolves years ago. That was nuts. What, did he get 33 points or something? He, like, made a million threes in the third quarter. It was, like, an NBA record or something. Um, that was a good decade ago. I called him NBA Jam because he's on fire. <laughs> uh, but I think the Wolves should be able to take care of business versus the Lakers. It doesn't sound like it's a major COVID outbreak because you'd see more going on than we're seeing. Uh, but Russell Westbrook will not play. I think the Wolves' Anthony Davis will not play. The Wolves win over the LA Lakers by 10. It's going to be 120 to 110. Minnesota wins. Anthony Edwards stays hot, but I think Carl Anthony Towns probably ends up having a few more points than him in tonight's game with about 35-ish. I just keep coming up with that number with Carl. It seems so familiar. And he will get a double-double in the game. Damn it. Get a double-double. Rebound the ball. Dallas Mavericks. Oh, boy. I, I, yeah. we don't, I don't like the way we play against this team sometimes. Uh, we play them twice. Target Center Sunday, 7 p.m., and then Tuesday. So it's the home and away team. Luka Doncic ankle, 
Hmm, that's interesting. Because that just happened this past week. We'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays. I think the Wolves win in uh, uh, target center, though. I think the Wolves end up going, uh, getting their, what would be their fourth win in a row. And then we'll see what happens in Dallas, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> three and two has Dallas been the last five. They beat Memphis 104-96 in Memphis. Lost, in, uh, lost at Indiana 106-93. One in Oklahoma City, 103-84. Oklahoma made have the number one pick in the draft. Crushed Charlotte, 120-96. Whoa. And they lost to L.A. with Wayne, Wayne Rain Ellington, raining down the victorious three-point shot. Wolves had not played Dallas this year yet. Omen home again Sunday and Tuesday, and then March 21st and March 25th within the same week. It looks like there may be a, unless there's a break in between. There's, I think there's a game in between the two. At Dallas again on the 21st, and at Target Center on the 25th of Marzo. Okay, March. Dallas is like, their numbers are kind of all over the place. They're a 500 club. They're actually in the bottom third in everything except turnovers and assisted turnovers. They're dominant there. Absolutely dominant. They're number one in protecting the ball. Number one at third in assist to turnover ratio. Otherwise, the Wolves are ahead of them in just about every statistic you can mention. Dallas is a very beatable team, and if Luka Doncic isn't playing, maybe I'm guessing he won't. We'll see. On Sunday, Wolves should be able to get the win. I think the Wolves at least win uh, one of the two games here. I think it's going to be a split. Let's just, you know, you could tell where I was heading. Usually when it's a home-and-home, home, it's usually a split. Uh, sometimes the road teams win, both of them. Sometimes the home teams win. I think it's the home teams in this case. I think the Wolves get to 500 for the first time in a little bit here. Well, nah, not that long. Uh, Wolves get back, back up to 500, though. Again, beating the Lakers and then beating Dallas uh, with a final score along the likes of... How have games been to Dallas? Kind of not that high scoring, actually. So let's go with 108 to 108 to 104. I think the Wolves get past the... Uh, Dallas Mavericks. I can somehow I can see D'Angelo Russell getting hot again and getting into the 30s, upper 20s to 30s, and making like eight threes or something like that. Maybe maybe not eight, but six six to eight threes. But I see D'Angelo Russell getting hot and helping the Wolves get past the Dallas Mavericks at Target Center. That's my belief at this moment uh, that the Wolves win that one. Let's play uh, and then against Dallas again. Let's look at some of their numbers super quick. Luka Doncic in 21 games has 25 points, 8 rebounds, 8 and a half assists. A little bit of Magic Johnson action going on there. Kristaps Porzingis, a lot of people think he's lazy and they don't like him, but he seems to play super well against us. Always. He always plays well against well against the Wolves. Jalen Brunson's been a factor with his 4-5 assists. He's a nice, solid point guard. Tim Hardaway Jr. obviously can do a little bit of everything. He's one of those in-between guys. And Trey Burke has had a nice little resurgence. His numbers aren't that great, though. <laughs> what, seven points a game? Frank Nitalinka, whatever his name, I'm just kidding. Nitalinka, Nitalikina, Nitalikina. I probably got it wrong. I know somebody will correct me and laugh at me on Twitter. I think I know who it is, too. Maybe Nick Demas will laugh at me about that one, too. Or who knows? Uh, Willie Colley Stein, he still exists? Not really. He's just a ghost. He's a ghost. That's all he is. Uh, concluded. But it's mostly those four guys. Dorian Finney-Smith uh, factors in a bit, but it's kind of a weird team. They're not going to win a whole lot of games. They're going to be like a 500 club. And Luka Doncic will get 10 MVPs, according to some of you out there. I'm not one of them. Dallas wins, though. Dallas wins. Final score, I can just see it being a not, not, a, not a great night for Minnesota. 
118 to 110. Dallas Mavericks beat the Timberwolves. The leading scorer in this game will be Carl Anthony Towns down the stretch, doing the best he can against uh, Porzingis. You know, I don't think so. I'm changing my pick. It's going to be Anthony Edwards. Carl Anthony Towns has struggled against Brzingis in the past. Uh, and it's cool how they have that little M on the forehead of the horse. I always get a kick out of how they have these subtle little things. All, all these logos have these subtle little designs out there that have some of the uh, the name of the city or whatever the heck or the name of the team, uh, like the first letter kind of thrown in there, like the Hartford Whalers in hockey. It's got the H. People don't notice the H. You can see the W because that's the whole damn logo partially with the, the, the whale tail, but then you see an H mixed in, in between. It's kind of cool. Um, and Dallas pulls that off with their M there on the uh, on the forehead, for those of you, just in case some of you don't know about that, but I'm sure most of you have heard about it by now. The secret is out. <laughs> but yeah, Carl, has. it's not a secret. He struggled against Porzingis historically. He's a tall son of a gun. And Dallas will win the game. Uh, Porzingis will be a huge factor. But Anthony Edwards with... Uh, Anthony Edwards gets 28 in the game. It's not going to be the best day for Minnesota at the end of the day. Then we get to play the Jazz, who kicked our butts last time. That was not fun. After we kicked their butts all year last year, you knew the worm would turn. This one's in Utah. They're 2-7 they're two and seven on the season. They're kind of good at everything. Sore left Achilles with Mike Conley, but hey, he's been playing. I don't know. That's a weird old injury report that's still sitting there. Sometimes I don't understand. Um, Mike Conley's played in pretty much every game. Maybe he does have a sore left Achilles. Who knows? But it says January, so I don't know. Uh, a, a team with some weird players mixed in, like Hassan Whiteside. He's on Utah. Isn't that weird? Uh, Joe Ingles is such a sharpshooter. Obviously, he's been a factor. The good old classic Aussie who can do a bit of everything. Great passer. He does a bit of, literally does a bit of everything. Uh, the ball moves on this team. And, of course, you have a fantastic defender in Rudy Gobert. Hopefully, the Wolves uh, can back up some of the bleep talk last time. calling Basically, calling Rudy Gobert like a wimp for not guarding Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. Yeah, they still destroyed us. Who, you know, like, <laughs> who are we to talk trash when they killed, when they killed us? Uh, Utah's in, like, what are they, first and second, third, like in a million stats. They're first in field goal percentage, third in three-point, first in points, fourth in rebounding. Uh, and they'll probably lose in the second round of the playoffs like they do every time. <laughs> That's the sad part. They're one of the best regular season teams in NBA history forever, going back to, you know, Stockton Malone. Uh, 136-104 in target center. This one's in Ute. The Wolves have had some success in Ute, and some nights we get absolutely destroyed by the Utes. Uh, they're not Utes. They're, they are the Utes this time. So, uh, <laughs> uh, what's that crazy actor's name? So so Joe Pesci can, can call them the Utes. You know, Joe Pesci in that, that funny movie, was it My Cousin Vinny or something? Yeah. <laughs> the two Utes. You know, this is the, the five Utes on the court. They've won five in a row, at least. They've won their last five anyway. Beating Cleveland 109-108. Crushed the Wolves 106-104 on December the 8th. It was that recent, wasn't it? It was just that recent. It was just last week. Yeah, when the Wolves lost all their games. Yep, that was last week. Uh, 118 these are road games, by the way, folks. Cleveland, Minnesota, Philadelphia. They beat Philadelphia 118-96. They won in Washington land 123-98 and then beat the Clippers pretty good in Utah 124-103. The Wolves do not win this game. I repeat, do not win this game. And unfortunately, dropped to, dropped to two games under 500 like we started the week out, unfortunately. The Wolves do not beat the Jazz. It's a dangerous team, obviously. Uh, they hit their shots. They move the ball around. Jordan Clarkson's a Wolves killer. Conley can be a Wolves killer. Donovan Mitchell destroyed us last time around. 
I want to believe the Wolves are going to come back and win, but I think we win at least one of the four games in this series, but I don't think this is the one. I just got a bad feeling. Um, maybe we win in Utah on New Year's Eve. Nah. I don't know. Minnesota teams always stink on New Year's Eve. January 30th, the Wolves will absolutely win that game, though. Uh, so at least we'll go 3-1. and one. We will not get swept by Utah this year, but we will not beat Utah in this particular game. Final score will be 125 to 110. I think Utah beats us pretty good by 15. Leading scorer in the game will be Patrick Beverly. He's going to get 30 after all the shit he talked. Okay, pardon my French, uh, but uh, that's what's going to happen there. Um, <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, yeah, I think the leading scorer will be Carl Anthony Towns. I think he's going to have a good performance, but unfortunately, the Utah Jazz beat the Wolves. Carl Anthony Towns is like 27 or something. It's not going to be super high scoring. Uh, maybe D'Angelo Russell goes off for 30 and keeps the Wolves in it, but I think Utah ends up winning the game pretty handily at the end of the day. With that, I'm going to open the next segment with a fun clip from Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Why not? the best baseball player, football player, skier, curler, walker, runner. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number three. Wasn't that fun? Wasn't that fun? You got to hear Carl Anthony Towns like, who? And all that. Anthony Edwards like, I'm the best player in the world. Best at everything. Yep. <laughs> Lots of fun. And yeah, some nights he is. And he was against Denver, that's for sure. They were having fun there. Uh, Let's get to the Twitter account, at TWolvesEX, at TWolvesEX, James. James says, team might as well forfeit until D'Lo returns. It's easier all around, and yeah, I mean, it feels like that, wasn't it? It was bad when uh, things were so bad. Bad when things were so bad. <laughs> oh my God, we look terrible. That's what I was saying against Cleveland. It was a nasty, nasty situation. What was it that uh, Tanae Brown was saying? I'm going to backtrack here. Um, Tanae Brown was saying... He said, yeah, it was Carl Anthony Towns saying, we just got to play better, all of us. I've lost for a long time. I've lost for a long time here. I'm not trying to f lose anymore. Well, I know, but you say this all the time, Carl. I, I know you don't want to lose, okay? Um, Tanae says, how many times have we heard that same quote from Towns? Actions greater than words. Yep, had the greater than, you know, the greater than sign. I agree. Uh, I was thinking, uh, and then Vince replied, I apologize, where is his reply? Where's Vince's reply? Good God. Okay, I have to actually go to the... There we go. Vince says, not a leader's arse. He's not a leader's arse. Tanae Brown, by the way, is from New Zealand. Vince Germano is from Australia. I, I was saying, I, I'm with both of you guys. He talks too much and needs to do a lot better job backing it up. A lot of the locals think he's so awesome when he says this type of stuff. I don't even blink anymore. Yeah, I mean, put it this way. When Anthony Edwards talks, I listen. When Carl Anthony talks, not really. And I, I get uh, I get tired of the people posting in those Timberwolves pages. That's why I'm not really on too many of them anymore, except for maybe the uh, the Finch one with uh, Scott Doherty, nice guy. Um, yeah, there's not as much of that on there. 
on some of the other ones like Flip's Army in the past. It's like, okay, we get the point. La-di-da. I'm getting sick of all the rah-rah. Just, just, you know, go out and win then. I'm not trying to talk bad about Carl Anthony Towns necessarily. <clears throat> in fact, I'm really not. But I get tired of the loud quotes and all that. And it's just like, and everybody's, Glenn Taylor sucks and blah, blah, blah. Fine, Glenn Taylor sucks. Glenn Taylor sucks. We got it. Uh, David Kahn sucks. Um, Kevin McHale sucks, and Baba, okay, uh, you know, <clears throat> Tom Thibodeau sucks, we know, thanks, thanks, we, we, we got it, woo hoo 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 and, you know, that's not gonna, that doesn't make me feel any better, how about, like, you know, some, some of the stuff that Anthony Edwards says, where it's actually, I have plans and ideas on how, how to be better, and have a better attitude in the locker room, have a better attitude on the floor, be more focused, getting the ball and taking that first step, stuff like that. That's what the best players do. The first step is really important. That's actually where Carl, uh, Kevin McHale was actually a good coach. He was a crappy vice president of basketball operations, but he was a pretty good coach. Underrated, quite frankly. He got a dog of a team to the Western Conference Finals in the Houston Rockets. That was, you know, the, the Rockets are were never serious. They were never serious. I thought McHale did a pretty good job as a coach. And I always thought Flip could have been the president of basketball and Kevin McHale, the coach. That would have been a better situation instead of the other way around. Flip was a good coach, but he wasn't a great coach. He wasn't a great coach. He was good. He was a good coach. Sorry, I'm just being blunt with you. Yeah, but he was a really good president of basketball operations, except for one minor thing called uh, <laughs> the Greek freak, but we'll leave that alone. Yeah, you're entitled to one or two uh, misses here and there, I'm sure. Danae Brown says uh, that uh, Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins, that Carl Anthony Towns, he says he's like the Kirk Cousins of the NBA. Stats are great, but he's not a winner. So far, uh, amen. Amen. His stats are great, and the results have not been there, to be quite frank. Sorry for the noise here. Let's get that quieted down. Lakers, Pies, Browns, that would be Vinrock, Vince Germano, says this is great. Cat can either take it on board or have a sook. I bet he'll have a souk. I love the kid Edwards, though. Breath of fresh air. The franchise needs culture change. Yep. And that was, again, Anthony Edwards speaking earlier. Uh, I think I'm going to play that, because that's what I was thinking of earlier. Give me one moment here. Apologize if the audio's not so good. It's like, I don't know how, why it's set up this way, but <laughs> it's, the audio's not so great in this one. Like, he's far away from the mic, or there's a lot of weird background noise and such. But this was the one about him... Uh, Anthony Edwards encouraging Carl Anthony Towns to uh, go quick, you know, the the whole first step. I told Cat the best way to beat it. Um, you got to go quick. Um, I told him at halftime, like, you waiting on the double. Like, you telling him, yeah, come double me. Now it's like, you're the best player, the best player on the floor. You, they take you out of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, then when they double you, they not rotating, they stand with me and making everybody else beat you, so I just told him, like, you gotta go quick, like, if you watch and I told him this, like, he know I told him this, I'm like if you watch Joel and B play you have to double Joel and B like, <laughs> there's nobody in the league that can guard him so he goes quick, like, you can't double him because he catches and goes quick, like, so I told Cat like, you catch the ball and, and you holding it like, you waiting for the double, like, telling him to come double me instead of just catching it and going, like, they can't guard you and I told him, like, it's disrespectful for them to put number 44 on the bro. Like, that's disrespectful. So, yeah, he, he, he know. He know he got to kill all of them. Like, the best player on the floor every night. He got to kill them. See? See? I mean, that's, 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 I, I'd rather hear that than I'm sick of losing and blah, 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 blah. We know you're sick of losing than, than just 
you know, go out and do something about it. Anthony Edwards has more of a solution, at least. I would, at least I would think he does, from what I can tell. Uh, so thank you very much, Vince Germano. Uh, I think that was it for Twitter, and I literally just closed everything because I'm an idiot. Oh, I wish that lady upstairs could sit down. God, there's no reason to walk around every 10 seconds, but that's how people are in this. <laughs> Whatever they do, they annoy the crap out of you. Uh, but that's it. That's it for the Twitter at T-Wolves EX, at T-Wolves EX, the Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. I should get to the Vigit application right now. The Vigit application, which is basically like fantasy betting, highly recommend that. Do check it out and do enjoy. It is fantasy betting, basically, so no real money wagering in this. Social media for sports bettors. You can post about your picks, see what others are saying about games. Vigit Betting League is a month-long betting competition to see who the best sports better is over the course of a month. Free-to-play sportsbook. Bet free coins. Win real prizes. Betting stats. There's great information available on the Vigit Lake Line movement where the public is betting. So definitely download that for your Apple or Google phone today. Also, again, the Crypto.com application. It's not a website. It is an application where you can trade cryptocurrencies. Highly recommend, like the Bitcoins, Dogecoin, you know, you can go on forever. Shiba, uh, Zombie Anu, eventually will be on there, I hope. <laughs> uh, but um, Doge, alone, Doge alone, there's many others. Uh, so many other cryptocurrencies. You can kind of catch them, you know, and sell right away, you know, make a little money make it like a quick buy and sell type of thing. You can do whatever you want. The fees are very tiny, and I mean very tiny. And if you click on the link in the show description, it shows that I referred you, and we each get $25 put in our account. What do you think of that? So that could definitely help Timberwolves Explosion and the other podcasts I do. Uh, thank you very, very much in advance if you're able to do that. Facebook page, I believe. Yep, that was the Carl Anthony Towns press conference. That was cool. And... Yeah, there's nothing there. Okay, no, there's no actual comments, just likes and interactions and such. But uh, with that said, again, thank you very much for listening to the show. i surprised how short this is. Wow, about 45 minutes when we're all done uh, or so. Do uh, consider giving a positive rating for Timberwolves Explosion on the next, uh, or excuse me, on the Apple podcast application or uh, the other option would be Stitcher or Audible. Those are the ones that let you review the podcast, the actual podcast itself, like Timberwolves Explosion or Brave the Wild or whatever. Really would appreciate it if you could do that. Five-star rating and say what you like about the show. Even put in what you'd like to see improved. Uh, also, would love to hear you to call into the show. I mean, some of you have considered it for a while. Why do I have at the back of my head like somebody called in and now I'm forgetting? I hope not. I think maybe somebody did. Unfortunately, yeah, that was just <laughs> wishful thinking. It was uh, Purple Mafia they called it for, so I apologize. And I think there was one for Freedom of Thought around the same time. I apologize. But yeah, to be able to do that, simply pick up your smart device, Apple, Android, whatever the heck it is. Uh, there's free voice recording applications on every smart device on the planet. Open it, press record, talk into it like a phone call. You could use your earbuds, your AirPods, whatever the heck you use, or put it to your ear and talk into the phone. <laughs> Treat it like a phone call. You could two minutes, five minutes, 30 seconds, 30 minutes. No, maybe not 30 minutes, but like, you know, something like anywhere from wherever, like 30 seconds to five minutes or even longer if you really want to. Uh, keep Try to keep it Timberwolves related for the most part. If you could, that'd be great. <laughs> I will then convert the file into an mp3 file thanks to zomzar.com what you would do then is like email it or share it to paladino live at yahoo.com paladino live at yahoo.com that will be in the show description with that said hoping you have a wonderful 
Christmas week coming up. That's the next week. Christmas is coming. We're not quite there yet, which is good. I mean, I, I'm not in a huge rush because once it comes, it's over. And then you got to wait 12 months again. And you got to start all over again. And it's January and it's boring and cold and, or depending on where you live, it's hot and in uh, Australia and New Zealand, places like that. But it's boring and cold and except for football playoffs, which is fun. And yes, the NBA season's still going. But yeah, it's not as pretty everywhere per se. <laughs> With that said, though, again, have a wonderful week. Hope the Timberwolves actually go 3-1, and one, but right now I'm stuck at 2-2. Two and two. Talk to you then.